Hello, Reds is here. <laughs> Jesus, it's Dan. <laughs> I guess this is Ed, Dan. This is how we do this? Give him a heart attack. <laughs> we set this up. We were preparing for it. You're the one that got surprised. You just said it so fast and aggressively. <laughs> And then it's like I'm not even I'm not it doesn't even look like I'm paying attention to you guys. Yeah, I'm, just like, no. I'm just like I'm just like playing Pokemon Go on my phone. Hello, it's Isaiah. <laughs> you just jumped again. <laughs> like, you can't help it. <laughs> you were expecting this one. You still jumped. <laughs> it just <laughs> happens. We just go with the episode. <laughs> this is uh the, the second week of December. Um we do have one one other week of December and then like like we only we're only doing like two weeks, I think, this this yeah. two weeks. Well, because well, uh, we're doing was... next week, and then the week after that is Christmas, and then the week after that is New Year's. Yeah. So, oh yeah, we should probably check to see if there's yeah, any that's, that's what I... uh, Probably. That's, uh, that, that's anyway. what I meant. And that, that Monster Hunter thing is fun. That new, that new raid. Yeah. We're, we're playing the new raid that just came out. You, uh, it basically gives you Soul Edge as, as your weapon. Oh. <laughs> like, his, like his hammer that he's trying to get. It's a hammer that just has a giant eye on it that just looks around. Not yet. I was going to say, it's, does, just, it's so close. Is, does, does Namco know about this? Are they... <laughs> They're cool with it. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's like the more you the more you raid, the, the stronger you can make it, and mm-hmm. the more like uh, uh, the more so you can the more souls it. you put into it. Yeah, basically, yep, 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 yep. they call it awakened. The more you awaken it, it's just to glow more and creepier and just get crazier looking. Awaken, 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 awaken. Da, da, da. That was forsaken. Anyway, and, and it's totally broken like the entire <laughs> meta of the game. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, just... like, like pretty much everyone's just gonna be running around with these things now because they're so they're so good. Although, are they all the same? Can I get like a hammer with a wicked yeah. hammer? Every, awakened... every weapon has one, and okay, it's cool good. because every time you do the they, they, the raid, they made it. Yeah, they actually they, fixed they, it they now. fixed one thing because like uh, the biggest problem I had with the other raid is I I use a uh, sword and sh- uh, ch- charge blade, and every time I do it. I would get no charge. Like, I just want the uh, weapon that I'm using. Like, just I, give I, me the weapon yeah. that I'm using. <laughs> and then this one is like, all right, you're guaranteed at least one of your weapon. Yeah, uh, every time you beat the monster, you get at least one of the of that weapon. Oh, nice. And you can actually, uh, you can actually uh, cannibalize other weapons you collect to get materials to to awaken further. And you can turn the materials into weapons if you want. If you want another weapon that you didn't get. So I get it. So I get a great sword, an awakened great sword, but I use charge blade, so I can. Get I can basically trade like, like it scrap in, it, yeah. yeah, scrap it, and awaken my charge blade further. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and it's great. You can get you can get skills on it. You can get stats. They can go like Ed, or you just get all attack, which is what everybody's doing because it's, <laughs> it's so <laughs> broken. Seriously, everyone's doing that. I just did it because it's funny. Yeah. You know, you know the, the the one that I would like to see if you do sword and shield, and that's the one that gives you two eyes. Like like there's an eye in the sword, an eye in the shield, and you just kind of hold it up like you're the you're like you're the pale man from Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> put you it just, in front of your eye. Or that, yeah, face. You, or you that one monster in Monster Hunter, the, the one that covers his face and has looks like he has eyes. Oh yeah, what yeah. monster was that? And then you you allow you you hold it up until like it blinks, and you just pull it down kind of thing. Like, <laughs> well, they do have uh, that's one of the new things that they're adding is they added actually little weapon uh, poses you can do, which are pretty fun. Uh-huh. Just basically like a unique pose for every kind of weapon. Nice. Um, my favorite one is the long sword. It's just like a Japanese guy. Uh, it's like that samurai thing where they they like they like very solemnly put their put their sword away and then they kneel on the ground and they put the sword down. It's like it's super. Like everybody else is just like a cool pose and they're just, like, just no, like no, I'm doing traditional nonsense. Yeah, there's just like this like super solemn thing they're doing. <laughs> I want uh, yeah, like just have like all these different ones and then like the, there's one that's like truly outlandish, that, like, truly truly outrageous. Although 
Do the hammer, but have it Thor. Like you throw the hammer and it like whoops around you, Jesus. and then you just catch it again. Like although I believe next week or in a thing called love. Yes. Okay. I believe in love. Uh, next week or a week, a week after that is gonna be a uh, event called the appreciation thing like that. Uh huh. And it comes with one of my favorite hammers. A st- it's just meat. Uh. It's just meat on a stick. <laughs> it's just it's giant just a drumstick. Meat. It's just it's just, a, it's just a meat you get from like uh <laughs> yeah yeah from like fruit pit stones. And <laughs> keep in mind, you have to sharpen it, so you're sharpening your meat. <laughs> okay, that sounds like a masturbatory. Oh, I know. But then also too, it, it it makes you think of like you know when you go to those Brazilian steakhouses where they got the meat on swords, and then you flip the card to green, and they all just come around you and just start carving in front of you yeah. until you flip it to red, and then they'll leave you alone so you can eat your meat. Neat. But then also too. There's a part of me that was just like, plus they got my favorite kind of hammer. Meat. A wrench. Like, just like, <laughs> it's still a tool, but like. <laughs> well, they have a long sword that's, that, that, that's just a, pick a big axe. pickaxe. So, I mean, anything's possible. I mean, there's a lance that's a, that's a swordfish. <laughs> no, it's it's a great sword. Oh, you're right. You're right. Wasn't there a lance that was like that? Oh, the, the lance, the was, lance uh, was a popcorn. No, the lance was a shark with a with a sign that oh, said no yeah. swimming. Oh. The, 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 like the shield was a no swimming sign, and the the yeah. popcorn was the the, was the gun, gun lance. lance. Oh, I want that so badly. <laughs> Anything you fire it, it just makes a sound like like popcorn. a popcorn. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing. I miss uh, I miss stupid weapons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they're bringing them back. Like this this new game is great, but it's we missed the stupid. It's missing someone like yeah, like the levity. Well, it's, yeah, that, that's how that's how I felt about like the Grand Theft Auto series. Huh? Was it was like. I used to love how stupid it was, like playing GTA 3, playing GTA Vice City. There was always just that little that little hint of stupid to it that just made it so great. And then Grand Theft Auto 4 came out, and it was a little too serious. It wasn't, yeah. as, it, it wasn't as funny. It still has some stuff. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that weird cult that, uh, that, that you can like... Uh, have you, have you known about that? There's like a weird cult in the GTA universe that also exists in the Red Dead universe. Oh, yeah, because there's like that mountain and stuff like that. Yeah, that- and like you can actually go up there and get like a, uh, there's like an alien that like abducts cows and it's like a whole thing. And there's like this guy you meet who appears to be a time traveler. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that cult apparently worships him because they, they keep talking about him. And yeah. he has like this weird, uh, he has this weird like birthmark on his face. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a twin. There's like this whole thing about twins with them. And yeah, and like you can see this this painting of, of a guy that looks like him going throughout time. You see him like in like ancient Egypt and stuff. Oh yeah, and then you look at at Red Dead Redemption. There's a person that has that exact same face like painted on. Oh, you actually, yeah, you, you actually. Oh yeah, you talk him to him. In, yeah, in Red Dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. Yeah, but then like, but I mean like I mean. I don't know. It just it just didn't seem as silly as like when I played Grand Theft Auto Three and listening to Chatterbox and like all this other stuff. Yeah. And then and then that's why that's what turned me over to Saints Row <laughs> because Saints Row was just took the, serious. where they turned the stupidity factor up to eleven, but still had enough of like a, a serious tone to it. Was to there where, a little bit? You need a hero. No, that was silly. That's what got me. <laughs> oh no, to me that was what like. Fuck! I'm saving my friends. I don't give a shit. Like that, that pumped me up to want to save my friends no, over that, taking down the that, bad guy. That, that's where it got me. Like, all right, we we both had the same reaction. There's a guy with a mask. He's getting away. We gotta go get him. I need a hero. Fuck that guy with the mask. I gotta go help my friends. Or then also too, um, that whole thing with uh with El Santo, the the the, the luchador that yeah, you yeah. have to help when like he's in his. He's in like his training area and like all that stuff. To me, that felt very serious. Like when he's talking about like what Kilbane did to him yeah. and how like he wants to f him up and all that stuff. I mean, the the end was super stupid. Where like you have to where you get to kill him and he's like, oh, no, you don't take my mask. I'll give you the the secret to my ultimate power. 
Dan, which one did you choose? I chose the one that, that was fun in the game. It had nothing to do with the mask. I don't care about that. I found a great glitch. I could never get any of you guys to, to do it because none of you, everybody had to take the mask. Because I know what hurts them. I know what hurts them. Because we are lucha. That's why. Uh, anyway. I, I know what hurts them. It was so much fun punching those cars and having them spin it's, across it's the city. It's even funner making them suffer, taking off his mask. Like, I, like I'll just explain how the glitch works. You had to you get it. In. You had to, you had to get a bug. The, the little cars. Yeah. And then you had to, get, you had to get the big fist that you punch things super the ap- good. The apocalypse. There you go. And then you had, you, you had to go into the car, can get out. And the second you get out, you punch the the car door before it has time to close. Uh-huh. And then it would just cartwheel all all over the city. Just it would just be spinning forever until it eventually exploded. Now again, uh, I, I I was talking about like how Grand Theft Auto. Four was a little too serious, but here's the thing: I did love, but it's something that you had to f- discover for yourself. Because you know, how there's no kids in the GTA universe, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason, like, one of the things is there's a playground in the GTA universe for some reason. Hmm. Um, and what you would do is you would get a car in front of the swing set, and you would back <laughs> up into the swing set. And the swings would go back, and they'd swing forward. And as soon as they swung forward. You Your car gets launched into the stratosphere from the force of the swing, apparently, and you go off flying. Because it's fun. Uh, oh, uh, speaking of uh, things that are maybe a little too serious and, and are hopefully a little more uh, f- fun Comical? now, uh-huh. uh, according to rumors, the uh, the new, um, I guess, reboot of the Power Rangers movie uh-huh. that they're, they're working on with Hasbro is going to involve time travel where all the characters get sent back to the 90s. Okay. So, so they get sent back to like the season one Power Rangers. You know, be, okay. Here's my here's my theory on it. Mm-hmm. That's why they dress color coordinated, because like you know, like you look at today's clothing, it's a little more subdued, it's a little more done. But you look at the '90s, and the '90s had such vibrant color because it was the 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 end of the '80s going into the '90s. Yeah. That's when we had all the day glow clothes and stuff like that. Yeah. So you got a bunch of people who are like wearing clothes that you'd wear nowadays, and they'd be like. We need to we need to fit mm-hmm. in. So they grab the most outlandish colors they can find, and it so happens to color coordinate so that they're all. <laughs> See, the funny thing about that, uh, and the original series to me was that like like originally they they, they straight up said that, that that everybody has like a different color aura or something, uh-huh. and, and 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 the one that they're closest associated to is the one that is, is the ranger that that they became. Yeah. yeah. But then once uh, somebody became like four different, like, you know, like Tommy, he's like, well, I was a green ranger and I was a white ranger and then I was like a black ranger. It's like a red ranger. He just like does all of them. That, yeah. yeah. Th- there's a certain point where they're just like, they, they, like they just say like, like, uh, like up until that point, they had just been like, well, I guess you just happen to be wearing clothes that, cause it matches you. Yeah. But then at a certain point, he just goes, oh, I guess I gotta go buy more white clothes. Like he just, he just <laughs> says it in the show. And it's like, so, so you were intentionally going and buying clothes to match your color this whole yeah. time. And and then that always raises the question: How come nobody understood that? Here's a bunch of color coordinated kids who happen to disappear whenever danger's afoot. <laughs> and like, well, there's there's literally been episodes where their 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 like thing went off. Uh-huh. These people look around like, what the heck was that? Like the dun, 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 they're like, no, I, I still did remember, you guys hear that? I still remember when it was like super busy. They step back and it's just empty hallways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah they, like the camera just changes. It's like, but you didn't leave the room. They're still over there, <laughs> off camera. Yeah, and also too, it was like uh, nowadays we'd all be like, 
was that me? When you hear that, when you like back then, everyone would be like, what the hell was that? In this day and age, it's like, wait, is that me? No, no. Oh, no, wait, no. No, my ringtone's. Yeah, mine sounds mine sounds more like a. Hey, hey nice ringtone. So have I talked about the the. The grilled grilled cheese sandwich burrito from, from go on no, Taco no, Bell. no no go on Ooh, are we are we are we going into the chew bunch oh yeah <laughs> this, this this is uh it's a, I just I just uh, copied uh, this this thing from the article it says despite its name the burrito doesn't seem to resemble a classic grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> it's instead instead it features a layer of melty three cheese blend on the outside of the tortilla looking for a for, for literal grilled cheese so like the, the cheese is on the outside and they literally grill it. Mm-hmm. You know, what, you know what's- and uh, the burrito is also filled with more cheese on the inside, and then you get beef, rice, uh, chipotle sauce, uh, tortilla chips, and sour cream, and all that's for uh, three bucks. So that's not bad. The thing that the thing that makes me laugh about it, I'm like, oh, it's a grilled cheese burrito. You mean a quesadilla? <laughs> like, I mean, but it's it's got cheese on the outside of the yeah. Like the quesadilla I'm, when I mess up, because <laughs> when you're when, when you're when you're high and you do it in the wrong order, yes. You, when you don't have tortilla, so you use cheese instead of quesadilla. You know what? I'm just eating cheese. It's just cheese. Yeah, I don't understand about. It reminds me of that uh, that commercial for uh, Little Caesars where they talk about their thin crust pizza. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, our new no crust pepperoni pizza. <laughs> like you know, it's be crazy to see who like like he talks about how like you know like they don't need. A crust, yeah. and then you see the guy with the pizza box open, and the cheese is just like <laughs> the guy's like, uh, "We need a crust, guys. <laughs> like, our new thin crust pizza." Um, uh. I'm like, the thing that I kind of want them to do with that is to use that same panini press that they use for like the grilled stuffed burrito and the and and the quesadillas, or it kind of has that it can, it gives it that burn like on both yeah. sides. Like I kind of want that too. Like just, just. I wouldn't to, be surprised if they are, if they are using that. Yeah, because like I lo- that was one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite things about the quesadilla that they have it uh-huh. at at there. It's just the fact that it like they they have that press to it. Like they they give it that panini squish kind of thing. <laughs> the, the sounds panini. like a, it sounds like the weirdest dance move. <laughs> no, it's 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 definitely a wrestling move. Uh-huh. I'm gonna give you the panini squish. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fourth day <laughs> from Street Fighter Four. Panini. Okay, all it is is, is a wrestler like uh, puts like like tar or something on them, and, the and then they just like, squeeze you, squeeze the other wrestler into it, so they have like the imprint. Uh, and he has a chef I'm hat. the trash man. I throw trash all over the ring, and I just start eating garbage. Still not the worst idea I've heard. Um, well, it reminds me of George the Animal Steel back in the day. Like he he had a green tongue and he just wore like little trunks because he was like super hairy. Except his head geez. was bald. And then he would go to the to the corners and chew up the turnbuckles and like like literally like he'd rip it apart and just like uh, like all the fluff would be like in his mouth kind of thing. <laughs> Sorry, I just I saw this, this picture and it was just this bald, weird looking bald guy. And he's like, for the last <laughs> time, I I am not the meme face guy. And also, I don't have cancer. And the the top reply was, then grow some hair. <laughs> Because you, you can tell it's all shaved. It just looks weird. <laughs> oh, uh, to go back to the Chew Punch, uh, they also, uh, uh, apparently Pringles is going to have a Pickle Rick Pringles. Ooh. Mm. Uh, I, don't, I don't like the idea of the Pickle Rick just because that was like one of the worst I, things I, that I, that show kind of did. But at the same time, I do like... No, that was I, one of the best episodes. It's just... It's, it, well, the, it wasn't the show's fault. Yeah, yeah. It was the fandom that got like super shitty about it. 
and mm. even that wasn't even real. Like the like the like the that whole guy? That, that guy that was that was just a like staged. a that, that, that was a stunt. Oh, was like, it? Yeah, that yeah. wasn't even real. Oh. so it's like well, the like, thing is nobody he never said it was a stunt. Like after he said but, after, yeah, he didn't say dirt while he yeah. was doing it. You didn't say after. Yeah, so he pissed off a bunch of McDonald's people, and then those McDonald's people were like, oh, it's just a stunt. We're still kind of fucking pissed off again. Yeah. <laughs> like, how about you run this by us before you do this shit? Before you call the cops? <laughs> um, yeah, but this is going to be for the Super Bowl for some reason, so... so Cause it's going to be... It's gonna, it's, they're going to have an, like an ad for it during the Super Bowl? My, my question is, how is this going to be different from the normal dill pickle? That's Pringles? what I wanted to know. <laughs> because it's like... It's going to have I, his face on the, on the, on the box. Yeah, this. aside from that, like, what's the difference? Like, I, I actually enjoy the dill pickle chips. Like the, the, you got to find some good ones. Some, like, I, haven't had, I don't think I've had the, ping, the Pringles ones. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. They, they do have a, a very strong dill taste, which is, which is nice. Mm. Uh, did you see the uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer? Yes, I love it. I like, I like how somebody said. I saw. I saw a Twitter post that was like, "It's like first we try, we tried Ghostbusters. Oops, all women, and now it's Ghostbusters. Oops, all kids, and then and then after that we're gonna have we're gonna have all dogs." I want to watch that. And then, and then, and then the, the reply after that was, "There's nothing in the rule book that says dogs can't fight ghosts." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing too is dogs don't need PKE meters. They can already sense it. Like it's perfect. Yeah. Somehow the animals are the first ones to know. That's why I always love. There's this. And, there, and their sniper would just be Airbud. That's why. That's why I always love. There's this. There's this old um, Far Side comic where like there's these dogs like standing around. He's like, oh, no, no, no. You keep barking at the door. He's not gonna respond to that. I'm just gonna stare at the closet, and not do a damn thing. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, that's a lot creepier than a dog barking. You're just going to look at the dog going, what the hell are you barking at? But you look at a dog that's just staring at a door, not yeah. doing anything. You're like, the fuck oh, is going a, on? There's a fucking gremlin in my house. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and, um, Grandpa, yeah. Grandpa, come back. The thing is, I like... Grandpa, come back. That's right. I named my dog Grandpa. <laughs> I like... Because here's, here's the thing. Um, one of the things that I, I, I didn't like about the, the all-women Ghostbusters was mm-hmm. like... Yeah, there were references, but it was kind of like punch you in the face references. Mm. Like, hey, look, it's uh, it's Ernie Hudson is is your uncle, isn't that great? Or like, hey, look, look, like you know, the Steve Puff Marshmallow Man's afloat. What the fuck? Like, you know, yeah. And then, well, well, I just wanted a sequel. I didn't like it. Like, I wouldn't mind if it was all, all, all women. I just want it to be a continuation. Well, also too, one of my one of my biggest complaints was I always felt like. Um, it didn't. It, 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 it didn't. It, no, it didn't feel like four distinct characters. Mm, it yep. felt like three distinct characters and four different people. Like I felt like Melissa McCarthy and and uh, Kristen Wiig were like two sides of the same coin. They were you like, know what? You know what kind of reminded me of hmm. the new uh, uh, TMNT cartoon. Yeah, where it's like they're they're all kind of uh, Mike. Um, Donatello. No, they're all no. Donatello's the only the only uh, different one. Yeah. Although he's also kind of a little bit. Everybody is a Raph? little bit. Um, uh, the party dude. Yeah, everyone's a little bit country. Yeah. Everyone's a little bit rock and roll. Yeah, they're all kind of the party dude. And then and then maybe Donatello and Raph have a little bit going on different. Well, because well, I think what's his face? I think uh, nostalgia. And Leonardo critic. has nothing going on. I don't know what he's supposed to be in the show. Yeah, nostalgia critic kind of put it in a way. He was like, "Oh, there's Leonardo, the wise cracking jokester, <laughs> and Michelangelo, the wise cracking jokester, and Raphael, the wise cracking jokester who's bigger than everybody, yeah. and Donatello, the wise cracking jokester who knows science." <laughs> like, and it's like, like Leo and Mikey are too much the same character, and it's like it, it is that thing, like. 
you know, Raphael kind of has a bit more to him. Like you were saying, Raphael has kind of a bit more to him. Yeah. Donnie has a bit more to him. But Leo and Mikey are too much of the same character. And it's just like, what <laughs> Mike, are you? Mikey's big thing is uh, he likes art maybe a little. It barely comes up. Oh, and, yeah, because he's got like paint splotches on yeah. his shell. And like the first episode, he, he does a thing with like a graffiti. But then he never does anything really with it again that I've seen. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I stopped watching the show because I didn't like it. So I didn't get that far. But And then, and then Leonardo is, used to be the leader. But now Raph's the leader. And Leonardo is question mark <laughs> but yeah and like and, and that was that was kind of, like i said that was kind of the thing that, that bugged me about like i was just like i felt like um they weren't because, because of the fact that they were best friends they made them the same person mm-hmm. except that one was more like idealistic and one was more well they were both idealistic it was just that <laughs> it's just that <laughs> stop, one, stop trying I said. it's just that one had an experience with the ghost and the other one didn't like like that was the only difference between the two and but the thing I liked about the the new one is like that they're a little bit more uh, overt with their references. Hmm. Like I love the fact that when that little girl finds the room, it's full of uh, mold, spores, and fungus, which is what Egon says he collects in the first movie. Hmm. And then like also too like like uh, our friend Tony showed us uh, there's Whoa. a place called Shandor Mining. Which, if you remember the first Ghostbusters movie, Evo Shandor, or even if you played the video game too, because he's yeah. he's a big character in that. Evo Shandor is the guy that built Dana Barrett's apartment complex that caused huh. Gozer to come in. So, like the, the like, I think Tony and I, the theory is, is that um, uh, this mining company is where he got the metal to make the rooftop of the apartment complex that summoned Gozer, and that's why there's all these ghosts like coming around this area because it's that same. Like basically spiritual conduit, yeah. Which 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 like I find really interesting, and I'm like really excited to see like where they do where they also, go. Also, Paul this. Rudd's in it. Yeah, Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd's in it, and I feel like Paul Rudd is um, the Egon from Extreme Ghostbusters. Mm. If you ever watched that series, um, like like they were all like kids that didn't really know how to Ghostbust, but Egon was their prof- their college professor. Yeah. So he showed them the ropes and taught them how to do stuff and blah blah. blah. And uh, I feel like uh, what. Like what are the the battery packs like made of? Like, cause I feel like wouldn't they wouldn't they be like uh like be dangerous to use if they've been left out for a long time? I feel like. Well, they're lead encased uh, nuclear accelerators. Yeah, it seems it just seems da- <laughs> seems dangerous to be left in a garage or whatever. It seems for, dangerous. For period. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> it seems dangerous. Period. Dan. I'm just saying it seems dangerous to give it to kids. <laughs> they well, never gave it to them. They found it. Well, the thing is, is that. They're inert until you turn it on. Mm. So it's like it, it, like there's no power to it until you turn it on. And no one's warned these kids not to cross the streams. That's true. That well, I, we I, don't I would, know that. We don't know that yet. I would assume that Paul would because the fact that he, like, I feel like his character is that he knows like about the Ghostbusters and all their stuff and like yeah. blah, blah blah. That's why he's like, "Where'd you get that replica?" And like, he's he, no replica. is that like, what he sounds like? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's Keanu Reeves somehow. I don't know where. Sage, uh, hey, um, are you excited for the for the new Wonder Woman movie with with Maxwell Lord? Oh, that's who that guy is. Yeah, he's the villain of this movie. Ooh, I'm excited. Who's? Well, I mean, I mean, the real villain is probably gonna be uh, Cheetah, but uh, well, no, no, I feel like I feel like it's gonna be like uh, Cheetah will be a puppet of Maxwell Lord's, mm. like kind or of like thing. Maxwell Lord will turn turn her into Cheetah or something. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because um, they're definitely going with the with the Cheetah as her friend originally. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. 
For those that don't know, me, <laughs> Maxwell Lord is a character. And the funny thing is, Maxwell Lord was created in, I think, the 80s. Mm. So uh, his character is that he. Um, I feel like Isaiah's mentioned him several times. Yeah. He's. Uh, I'm also bad with names. You know this. <laughs> okay. He, he used to be the. Like, for a while, like, when Batman left, he became the financier. Of the Justice League. Like, he'd mm. be the one paying the money to get... And also the one that started the idea of, like, oh, let's have a Justice League International. Let's have a Justice League Antarctica. Let's have a Justice League Europe. Like, you know, uh, let's have... I, everywhere. I, I felt uh, so bad for Peter Parker when he became the guy in charge of, like, the money for, for the Avengers. They were just ragging on him constantly. They were just like, hey, Spider-Man, doesn't Peter Parker suck? Yeah, I hate that guy. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like coming in, being all nice to them. Here's more money for whatever you guys need. Thank yeah, whatever, you. Yeah, whatever, loser. I was thinking like, yeah, thank you, Peter. And he leaves and Spider-Man shows up. God, what a fucking douche, right? <laughs> I think he like, owes me money. Like, like just talking shit behind yeah. his back. Yeah. Like. And he's just like, hey, I bought the Baxter building so that the... the the uh, wrestling fork, I can have it back whenever they come back. And they're just like, God, I can't believe you bought the Baxter building. That's so messed up. It's like, <laughs> I'm keeping it for them. What's next? Four Freedoms Plaza? Lay off them, man. I miss Four Freedoms Plaza. I don't know why. I just <laughs> Like, the Baxter building was just a normal skyscraper, but then they got Four Freedoms Plaza where there's a gigantic fucking four on top of the building, and it was just like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's... It's like, hey, here's another target. Like, here's a giant building with an Avengers A. Here's a giant building with a Fantastic Four four. I wonder who lives there. Yeah. Here's, a, here's, here's, here's the Avengers building again, but now it's got this weird... Uh, black crown on top of it that seemed to always be there but we didn't know because we didn't realize it's like, re- it's like really ominous yeah and nobody talks about it and for some reason it's like it's supposed to be for like the greatest hero century but like it's still a black crown that looks like really creepy anyway yeah uh, i mean the Fantastic four tower was fine because like i feel like a lot of problems were, were probably uh, contained to the building because people would try to break in and then they would just get taken down by the security systems or or the Vestic Four. Yeah, and then even then, like, I loved it, too, like, in the later comics when, uh, after Onslaught happened, mm-hmm. uh, the Thunderbolts got it. Like... Oh, yeah. Because in that comic, uh, Onslaught, like, basically took the Avengers and the Fantastic Four into, like, another dimension, but we didn't know that. We thought that they all died except for the Hulk. Happens a lot in Marvel. It's just, like... It's like, as far as we know, a bunch of people will die, and mm-hmm. then afterwards it's like, oh no, this thing happened, you just thought they died, <laughs> and so did everyone else. Or, they were dead, we just brought them all back. <laughs> they were thought, dead, they just got better. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, was it like Thanos? <laughs> we were dead for five years, doesn't that creep you out? <laughs> yeah, but we got better. <laughs> and then, um, but yeah, uh, was it... So yeah, so Maxwell Lord like was the financier of the of the Justice League, and then later on you find out that he's actually doing this in order to take control of Brother Eye, which is a satellite that Batman built to basically become like a full on police state of mm-hmm. a planet. I think they're also doing Brother Eye and Wonder Woman. It seems like it. Like apparently he be like like it's like a, I was watching like a like a breakdown thing, and it seems like he he he's the one making the uh, security cameras that uh, Wonder Woman is is, is uh, destroying in the trailer. Oh, okay. So he's he's already like watching. People pointed out that it's uh, Wonder Woman eighty four, but it can also be referencing the the book nineteen eighty four, oh, which is about the the like bro- Big Brother's watching you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you got Maxwell Lord with Brother Eye. Yeah, I kind of hope too. Like I know they probably won't, but introduce Omac. Yeah, because that was because it was because of Brother Eye that the one man Army Corps Omac exists. I liked him as a comic book character. I cannot I cannot see him in a movie. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, it's one of those things. Uh, but yeah, and, uh, his, the entire, like, um, 
later on you find out that he has the ability to control people's minds mm. at the he's kind of like Eleven from Stranger Things mm. like he can control your mind but then it causes him to nosebleed and I, I think I told you he was the guy that uh, he tried to get everybody on Earth to forget him so he took a bunch of blood from a blood bank injected yeah. it into him used a television tower to completely like over overdo the Earth and then put a put a pool of ice behind him, so that way when he passed out from all the blood loss, he like he wouldn't bleed out to death. Yeah, he planned it good. Yeah, he planned and, good. And then <laughs> and then good. Booster Gold was like the only one that knew who he was, and slowly but surely got everybody to remember him. Like I think like he started up a group. It was like uh, yeah, I love that comic. It was a uh, fifty-two generation lost. Mm. Oh no, it was a countdown. No, it was. Brightest Day. Brightest Day, Generation Lost. And it was uh, Booster Gold, uh, Jaime Reyes, Blue Beetle, uh, Power Girl, Ice, Fire, and uh, and Guy Gardner. And like they were the ones trying to take down Max Lord, and at the same time, Max Lord is like, no, I'm a good guy. And then, like, take control of Captain Adam. Fight them. <laughs> like, <laughs> of course. True. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, did you... Uh, speaking of that, have you seen uh, any of the uh, Final Crisis that's going on right now with uh, oh the Crisis on Infinite Earths? Yeah, on, on CW. Yeah, I've been watching. I, I always get my crises mixed up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they brought in Batman '89, and you actually saw Robert Wool, who played uh, one of the news reporters in the original Batman movie. I really enjoyed that that Smallville cameo. Yeah, that was that was yeah, cool. uh, and the the main guy from from Smallville basically shows up as like that that Earth Superman. Yeah, and he's just basically like, oh, I don't have powers anymore. I, I gave oh. I gave them up so I can have a family kind of thing. Yeah, nice. and he's with Lois from the from the show. Yeah, and he's That's got he's, he's got like two daughters and like he's like you should how, see the mess they made. How did they give up his powers? Well, they, they they've talked about it on the show before, like yeah. at the Fortress of Solitude. Like he's had that. It's ab- just like the um like the movie where he was able to do that with the tube. Yeah, <clears throat> power tube. And then, but then I love, I love it too because Lex Luthor's like. Oh, Take the fun out of this. I'm going to another dimension. <laughs> he just like takes off. Yeah, didn't he like punch him out too? He's like, I'm so, Wait, so, so stronger than you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a farm he, guy. I'm a farm boy. He tra- yeah, he tries to. He tries. To, and also, it's John Cryer. Like, pfft. yeah, uh, he he pulls that kryptonite. He's like, oh, that stuff doesn't affect me since I got rid of my powers. He like, like throws it. Yeah, he's like, oh, you, you got rid of your powers, and he's like, oh yeah, like uh, I wanted to do that. So like basically, like you're saying, yeah. I did that so I can have a family and all this stuff. And then he's like, oh, took the fun out of this. Oh well, and he winds up, and then like. Clark just like grabs his hand and goes like, "I'm still stronger than you." And just like punches him in the face. He's like, "You know what? Screw this." He just like leaves. <laughs> and um, then that's when Lois comes out and they talk. Well, that that too. Also, it wasn't hard to get those two just because of the fact that um, Tom Welling is in the last season of Arrow. Yeah, and then Erica Durant has played uh, Supergirl's mother in Supergirl. Well, it's the same thing with uh, with the guy that plays Adam, where they where they got him for Superman again. Cause yeah, they're like, but. The, but like Kevin Conroy Batman was it was great. Yeah, that was that was cool. Like hearing like hearing all the whirring of like his suit because he's like he's supposed to be Kingdom or he's just like Kingdom Come Batman, but he's not really quite Kingdom Come Batman. No, it's a, it's it's its own thing. Yeah, yeah, its own thing. It's its so own thing. He got thing. Batman to do Batman. Yeah, and he's just doing the Batman voice. The funny thing is, is that is that Superman almost seemed to me like uh, the um, was it the uh, Brendan Ralph Superman almost seemed to me like if the Injustice Superman still was good. I think he was, yeah, what was he supposed to be? He's supposed to be something. I think he is Kingdom Come, because I know Kingdom Come, like, uh, he doesn't have Lois with him. That's why he gets with uh, Wonder Woman at the end. Because mm. at the end of that comic, they're, like, Wonder Woman announces she's pregnant, and Clark's the father, and then, like, they ask Batman if he could, if they could train him. He's like, a child born of Superman and Wonder Woman 
trained by Batman. This is gonna be interesting. <laughs> but yeah, like um, and uh, but yeah, but yeah, because he says like some loser from Gotham decided we don't cover him enough, so he came in here and gassed yeah. the entire. The entire building killing like everybody and like there's and there a whole was, wall. It was Joker, obviously. Yeah, and there's like a whole wall of like Perry White, uh, Lois Lane, and then, did you see somebody made a video where they spliced in clips from Superman Returns, where it's like when he's saying like Perry White, and you see like the guy that played Perry in Superman Aww. Returns, Lois Lane, the woman that played, and then like like all the different people that played their parts in that thing, and then he says like some loser from Gotham, and then you see like the Joker from the Dark Knight like <laughs> coming out of that police car and like all stuff. It was, cool. it was it was really cool like watching that and then like yeah. also you had like Batman sixty six and uh, or Earth sixty six and there was um, Burt Ward walking his dog, <laughs> who, who was supposed to be Ace the Bat Hound. Nice, nice. But it's because of the fact that Burt Ward actually does have a charity for large dogs, like that rescues large dogs oh. because it's like a lot of people don't like big like, dogs. You know, yeah, exactly. They they like that certain size, but the second you see like a Great Dane or a or like a, a, a horse dog, yeah, yeah, a horse dog. <laughs> I know what I said, and I ain't changing it. Uh, um, let's let's talk about some some deaths. There were some big deaths recently. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Carol Sp- Carol Spinney, I think is how you pronounce the name. Oh yeah, the the original Big Bird. Yeah, original Big Bird and uh, Oscar the Grouch has have passed away mm-hmm. at the age eighty five. And uh, I like that. Um, did you see at the at the uh, uh, Kennedy Center uh, um, honors uh, all of the Sesame uh, Street people that were there had um, um, yellow feathers? Oh, nice! Their outfits. That was sweet. I always liked. I, I was watching this thing where, they, like, I think it was him actually explaining to you how Big Bird worked. Because mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, with the one arm. And yeah, the one, one, one just... hand is always up against Big Bird's belly. Yeah. Because one hand is running the hand, the other hand is running the mouth, and then it's like, uh, but there's also like a little, there's like a little like pole inside and they can use if they need to move big yeah. bird's other hand to make it kind of like more like move it a bit yeah i thought that was cool like just watching that this is crazy how, how, how like how high he has to reach he has to reach like his max height with his other hand to get up to where the mouth is yeah 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 because yeah, he's like what seven eight feet i have no idea <laughs> big bird big bird not carol sminey by the way no big bird <laughs> yeah big bird um yeah i missed the i missed that guy that used to carry oscar the grouch around yeah, yeah, yeah the trash yeah. man yeah the trash man hey, yeah i used to love it. like i remember he's at the very end of follow that bird mm-hmm. which is the the move the the sesame street movie yeah where big bird goes chasing after his family and then he realizes that his family sucks and then he tries to go back to sesame yeah. street to be like uh, I've never had a family. This is my family now. Yeah, this is my family. You, you are my family. It's like that old like, like I love when when people always say that old saying, uh, "Blood is thicker than water." But then like the full quote is, "The blood of the bond is thicker than the water of the womb." So it means the exact opposite of there's, what. There's a lot of sayings that are like that. Oh yeah, like, like uh, uh, curiosity killed the cat. But satisfaction it- brought it back. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh man, this this one comic that somebody made killed me. It was uh, it was so uh, we had Dan to the deaths. No, it was uh, it was Fine it was Big Bird. In, he, he, it he was green light pickle. It was green it was light. Big Bird in uh in heaven getting to meet Mister Hooper again. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I remember I saw that cartoon. Yeah, it got me. That's such a that's such a sad episode just because of the fact that it is everybody literally grieving over that actor because yeah it was them being like well because they because they were like like should we do like should we just pretend like somebody else took over or something and they were like no let's just it's like 
it's like Big Bird's like best friend. It just wouldn't be right. You know, it's our our friend. We should just we should just say what happened. Yeah, exactly. And it's a good life lesson to teach kids. You know, like like that that was another thing that they thought about was like it's a good learning lesson. Like mm. sometimes people die. Like it, it's just part of life. It, yeah, that you can't that, that at some point you can't hide it from a child forever. You know. Um. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the other one I saw was the. Uh, it's the guy who played the uh, shape shifting guy, uh, um, oh, Odo, Odo, on uh, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Yeah, I love I love Deep Space Nine. Yeah, um, just just everybody, like everyone in like the whole like every Star Trek, everyone who's ever played somebody in Star Trek was like tweeting something out for that guy. <sighs> <laughs> well, um, the procrastinate downer. Sorry, it's okay. It's okay, all right. This, here's a quick shift with with, with, with uh, All right, fine. You want happy? Yeah. I'll give you fucking happy. It's a game called Boyfriend Dungeon, which is not what you think. It's a it's not a dungeon crawler. It is a dungeon crawler. Then it is exactly what I thought. It's, it's, a, a, game, it's a game where you date your weapons. Oh. Your your weapons can anthropomorphize into boys that you date. Tell me more. Bo- boys and at least one girl. Yeah, I like uh, the girl is the old battle axe. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't know. She's the hammer. I, I see the trailer. I know, <laughs> it, <laughs> but you don't know. It lists them and their and the weapon that they are. Oh, okay. Um, Show me that smile. Yeah, that Show game, me that game that just, just, just interesting. God, I was looking at this game today that um, I can't remember what it was called, but it's it's a game where the whole point of it is that you're you're running a video game store, and then uh, you're trying to come up with new games, and 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 all that is is you you choose two genres mm-hmm. and you mash them together in order to make a game that you can then play. And if you beat it, then you you like unlock it for your store, mm. and uh, it is like hilarious. Like I think one of the ones I saw was I think platformer and uh, I forget what you call it, overhead shooters, but like like 1942. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh sh- um, bullet hells. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> I was like, what is this gonna be? <laughs> it's just it's just a, a plane, <laughs> like playing through a Mario Bros. level. <laughs> it's like jumping. <laughs> Stuff and shooting, <laughs> shooting the turtles. <laughs> well, I wonder if you do it the opposite way, if it'll be a different one. Like, say yeah. you do it, say you do a bullet hell platformer. It's like instead you're, you're, you're Mario, <laughs> you're Mario with a Gatling gun or shooting one. fireballs. Yeah, it's on the, it's, it's on the Epic Store. It looks pretty great. And um, there was one that I think was like a bunch of foul, uh, like Final Fight, um, shoots of rage characters uh-huh. in like a in like a, a turn based RPG. <laughs> Just like doing their doing their moves, but like at a distance. <laughs> I play the shit out of that. Right? Like, like imagine Final Fight. It's just like you know the three characters, but you, but like you know you only play. Like it feels like Final Fantasy Five because you had like four characters and you only played as four characters. There was never there wasn't like there was ten to choose from and you just picked whatever you want. No, you just had the three of them and you max them out and you go through the thing. Yeah, man, it looks fun. Man. I kind of want to get it. Um, and then, get it. Oh, and then slowly but surely you get the additional characters that existed in like Final Fights two and three. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what would their classes be anyway? <laughs> um, I'm taking. Uh, I revealed a new character whose name I cannot pronounce, so I'm not gonna try. How cool. do you spell it? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> With letters. He he is a uh, a movie Tie Fighter. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And he he feels like he feels as if they were working on Sagat. And then, for some reason, they couldn't use Sagat after all. And they were just like, all right, make him a unique character. But he still got all the Sagat stuff, except for the fireballs. Instead, instead they named him Saget, and they got Bob Saget to voice him. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> no, I would totally do that. But the funniest thing about his trailer is that he, well, there's a lot of funny things about his trailer. He's got a really in-depth backstory that you only, you can only read on like, the website. Uh-huh. It's because about how his family was kidnapped by this organization and then now they're using Shadow him as like a human weapon. So like they, they send him in to, to feed people for them and stuff. Kids, this is the story of how they kidnapped your mother. <laughs> like, like, it. like in his trailer, like they literally a bunch of bunch of like military guys drop down with guns. Uh-huh. And they're like, they're like drop the payload. He's just like this this guy is just in like a like a, a tube. Not a tube. He's in like Sensory a sensory prevention tape. He, he's he's on like a table that you like shove somebody into. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like those whole, gurneys. Yeah, and they just drop the whole table, the whole thing down. And he just lands and he just breaks out of it. And then, I was gonna say it reminds me of like how Mister X shows up in uh, yeah exactly in the original RE2, not the exactly. remake. Because like there's like an airplane that like drops a tube and like out pops Mister X and he's like yeah. Oh yeah, they announced Resident Evil Three. Oh yeah, and uh, that that resistance uh, multiplayer thing is actually a part of it. Hmm. So if you get RE3, you also get that multiplayer mode. The thing that thing that, that, was, that made me laugh was a lot of people were like, oh, God, why does Jill look so ugly? And then it's like, oh, no, those are just compressed files. If you watch the uncompressed things, like when you see these things, yeah. you can see she's a lot more like, like my brother's like, she kind of looks like Natalie Portman a little bit. She only bothers me a little bit because she reminds me too much of the new uh, uh, um, Laura Croft. Oh, okay. Mm. Something about her model just reminds me of that character. Mm-hmm. Well, they are both owned by Square. No, they're not. No, they're not. No. <laughs> uh, I, I, I just wanted to see that look yeah. of like contemplation. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah wait, wait, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of, of that, um, it's weird. The Resident Evil 3 remake isn't being made by Capcom. Huh. Like, you, like you think they, they, like, it sounds like it would be, and they kind of imply that it is, but it's not. It's being made by a new group, which is, okay, <laughs> it's a new group made by people who left uh, Platinum Games. Including, mm-hmm. I think the the guy who used to be the vice president. Uh-huh. So, and, and it's weird because this new studio is, I think, being funded by Capcom, even though they're not actually part of Capcom, and their building is like right next to Capcom's. <laughs> so it's like, so so there's a bunch of guys who left Platinum Games, which is in turn made up of a bunch of guys who left Capcom, who have then formed their, a new company that's right next to Capcom. <laughs> So, is it Capcom making it or not? <laughs> well, if you get an X and the tip of the X breaks off and you Shut replace up. the X. Shut up, Judge. Please breaks it and put it in. Is it still the same X? Well, it makes, you, it makes you think of like, like in my mind, I always think of like when it comes to video game world, like like the way like companies come and go, it just always makes me interested just because it's like, okay, here's a company that got a little too big for his britches. So a bunch of people left to make their own company. Now that company will either flourish or die. Now if that company dies, then whatever. But if that mm. company flourishes, then it becomes too big for its britches, and a bunch of people splinter off and make their own company because they feel like that. <laughs> and that company will either flourish or die. Now if that company dies, whatever. But if it flourishes, <laughs> if you're dead, dead. I feel like you're, you're adding a bunch of red strings to a bunch of uh, pictures on like a like, believe, a like a board. Believe me, I want one of those. We just need rid of yarn. That's uh, it. That's, what's, I need newspaper clippings too. 
I can't just have a bulletin board with red yarn that goes to nothing. You can. It just won't make that's sense. Just, that's just, as, as we know what to get. We know what to get. Got it for Christmas. Got it. That's just, newspaper. That's just an extra. I mean, you're not wrong. That's just an extra level of crazy. Like I just. It's like what is this? What is this for? Oh, don't worry. I know what each thread is going to. <laughs> that, that's, that's what my I, know, I don't want them knowing what I put on the board. No, no, no. But I want to remember what I put on the board. That's more future conspiracies. This is getting too loud. You're not going to be able to fix this audacity. No, believe me. Uh, Level That's what they want you to really think. <laughs> Level fixes this really well. Okay. <laughs> so, how's you guys? <laughs> I'm good. Oh, uh, squeeze, 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 squeeze. Go on. Uh, <laughs> hey, can I just talk real quick about about this uh, interesting change that, that they made in Pokemon? You do, you chief. Um, so speed is now uh, dynamic in the game, which is, has never been before. Uh-huh. Every other game before now, speed was always decided uh, next turn. Uh-huh. Based on whatever happened this turn, like if you know, something happened that would increase your speed, you wouldn't. If it wouldn't matter till next turn. Now it is uh, immediate. It happens like immediately, so you can have situations like uh, like somebody you turns out or switches out Pokemon for a Pokemon that has like rain, you know, that brings in the rain. Then you have like a Ludicolo who gets double speed in rain. Now he's immediately the fastest Pokemon in, on the field when before he, he he wouldn't have been. Yeah. So now he outspeeds everybody else and he goes he goes first since he hasn't gone yet. Um, like, like before now, that that would never happen, and it's really interesting the, the ways you can use it. Like uh, sand themes are really big now because people are using that. There's like a lot of setups and doubles where you can you can you can like uh, do something to to trigger your your teammates' um, attack increase while also upping speed. So then, so then they, they just go first. And they just kill one of your Pokemon immediately because they're just they're super strong now. Here's a here's a ghost that does a super speed move, and then. You throw out like a graveler and have it do, and now now its speed is upped. Yeah, yeah, I go, okay, okay. And you do self destruct. <laughs> I mean, but it's a ghost, so it won't. But well, yeah, exactly. The ghost doesn't take damage, but then then also because I did that move that raises my team's speed, he got to go first and take out the other two. Yeah. All right, all right. Um, or <laughs> just throw a big rock. It was a big rock. I don't get that. Why is it I can't punch a ghost, but I can throw a rock at it? <laughs> Well, because if it occupies the same space as the ghost, and the ghost gets something out, I don't know. <laughs> it's D&D rules. <laughs> I can't tackle a ghost, but damn it, I can dump a bunch of rocks on it. Have well, you ever tried punching well, a my bird? Question <laughs> is, my question is, why does... Ghost doesn't work on normal. Normal doesn't work on ghosts. Yeah. But ghosts can hit fighting? Like, fighting are just like the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I changed my answer from punch to tackle. <laughs> Uh, um, well, I mean, unless you do like, well, because I think it's because of there's how there's so many different like, like you know, there's fire punch and electric punch and da da da, and it's like, and it's like, um, but then, uh, but then, like, I can hit, but so it's like now I can hit a ghost, but then it's like it's just a fiery fist. Why is that? No, different I'm saying from why a- can ghosts hit fighting types? Oh, because like ghosts can hit normal types with ghost moves, ah. but they can hit fighting types. It's like. I don't know. This is weird. Well, they're like, not it, normal. Well, it's like, like they're fighting. They have that fighting spirit. Normal so they get to fight that fight spirit. Almost nothing. Well, it's, it's the same thing I feel with uh, with ground. It's like it's like yeah, electricity doesn't work on ground. That makes sense. But why can't ground work on electricity? Ground does work on electricity. I thought I thought that ground it, is super effective on electricity. Oh, I thought it yeah, does double. 
Like, I thought it works both ways. Nope. Like, no. normal doesn't work on ghost. Ghost doesn't work on normal. It's the same thing with ground. Like, no, nope. ground is, like, one of the only weaknesses it of electric. It murders electric, electric ah, like It's super good. I think ground is the only weakness to electric? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's... Oh, <laughs> Bye, Zaya! Have a good time! Okay, everyone quiet, so we can on everything he just said. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> what was that noise? I blew my nose. Don't call attention to it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my current theme is just all... Uh, I just... I made a team using uh, the new Weezing, uh-huh. where, he, where he just gets rid of all of your, your abilities. It just ruins so many people's setups. Like, people's first turn, like, oh, I'm going to do this and this, and oh, that's not going to trigger because my ability is not working. I guess, I guess I'll go. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll uh, buy. <laughs> you win this round. My ditto will change into that Weezing. Oh, just normal ditto. All right then. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, now I gotta I, waste a turn to transform. And so many turns, of, I I just win first turn, and people just leave. Like, like, there's a, I thought this guy that, that tried to uh, do this whole Snorlax thing with the new Snorlax, where he mm-hmm. eats, he eats the berries, and when he uses the ability, <laughs> he gets he, more, he gets more berries, or he yeah. eats you. And I just, I just damaged him so fast that he, uh, his ability jump didn't, didn't work because he, he had less than. Then he had less than, than half. half health. His ability drum failed, and because his ability wasn't active because of the the other guy, um, he didn't he didn't go low enough to activate the berry because normally he he did the berry at yeah. half health. So he just failed on both sides of it. Like <laughs> if he had gotten a little bit lower, the, the berry would have been eaten. Yeah. And if he had a little bit more health, he would have gotten the belly drum. Instead, both of just failed and he just died. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, both just failed and he just died. <laughs> And I found this other okay, guy. Okay, one, one more example. I found like, there's this team going going around where somebody brings in psychic terrain and they both use psychic, and then one of them uses uh, follow me, so that you have to hit them, and the other one gets to do trick room, so the whole team is now fast. So the psychic terrain failed because the ability didn't activate, mm-hmm. and then I used U turn to one shot the guy that was doing follow me, and then I switched out to my slowest Pokemon. Trick room activated, and now my Pokemon was the fastest. <laughs> and then I killed that Pokemon next turn. <laughs> so the, they just like everything about their turn failed. <laughs> and then Nothing out did. came Shuckle. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean he sure. sucks. <laughs> Not with Trick Room. <laughs> uh, it's true, but he still kind of sucks. <laughs> Wait, wasn't Magikarp really good in Sun and Moon with his uh, Splash? Oh, the uh, Z move. Z move. Maybe. No, no, no. You're thinking of that one uh, phone game where... Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he just jumps. It's great. <laughs> I love that game. Uh, I, I still like that one time when I actually got... The shiny? The, I got the shiny, yeah. And then I purposely did something to make it so that way... It would evolve? N- yeah. I, I got to evolve and then I was done. Like, <laughs> and then I never played it again. <laughs> okay. You know, I don't have any comic stuff, but I got to talk about this before we go. I don't know if we're going soon or what, but yeah, Johnny Depp is producing a Michael Jackson musical starring the glove. Yeah, it's from the it's from the uh, it's from the point of view of the glove. It's called "For the Love of a Glove," an un- an unauthorized musical fable about the life of Michael Jackson is told by his glove. That's uh, <laughs> take my hand with your glove of love. Also, the glove's gonna be an alien, isn't it? This like I, like I'm like I don't I can't think of anything it's, that would that would flop it, faster like like if this is anybody else I'd be like oh I'd, I'd probably be down for that even is, despite the the <clears throat> despite the Michael Jackson stuff is is the glove being voiced by Johnny Depp 
Probably. Because most likely Johnny Depp's going to be in it if he's directing it. Yeah, and then because... Well, it's a it's a musical, right? Or is it a is it a movie? It's a musical. Yeah, I don't know. If Johnny Depp can sing. He can sing. Just, the question is, can he sing good? Yeah, anybody can sing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wasn't he in uh, Sweeney Todd? Did oh yeah, he did sing. Okay, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. They could have just gotten somebody else's. Like you know, I remember before Christmas, how like uh, J- uh, the guy they got for Jack Skellington. You're like, oh, this is the one guy we wanted for Jack Skellington. Okay, now in this part, you're gonna sing. Oh, I don't sing. I can't sing for shit. <laughs> What? Uh, and then Danny Elfman's like, fine, I'll sing for him. Because <laughs> it was uh, the guy, you ever see Princess Bride? Yes. It was the guy that played the bad guy, Prince Humperdinck. Oh, okay. That's the voice of Jack Skellington. Nice. Oh. Uh, but then the singing voice is Danny Elfman of Ongo Boingo fame. Anyway, uh, but yeah, it's like, you got a guy who's known for like being horrible to his wife, writing a musical about a guy who diddled some kids. <laughs> now, like... It's just a little bit too much. You know? Like yeah. there's, there's too many factors going into this. And then you get Harvey Weinstein bankrolling it. And no, I'm kidding. Oh, no. Actually, I do have a comic book thing. Should we go into comics? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I'm just going to come out and say it. Uh, comics. Jubilee's son, uh-huh. which she had when she was a vampire. She ad- adopted. Is, is she normal again? She's normal again. Okay. Because, uh, I, I don't know, they're just cloning now, so I guess they could just clone her a mutant body. Oh, okay. I don't know how, how it happened. Well, they give, they give her clean blood instead of uh, vampire-tainted blood. No, no, she, uh, she's been she, she's been on that Wolverine blood for forever. Wow. That was like her that was her way of, of being on blood without having to go up to people. Uh-huh. It's like, I just drink Wolverine's blood. He could, He's fine. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, like, I mean, how to fix her. <laughs> Now I'm pretty sure she just, uh, I'm pretty sure she just died and they and they cloned her a body and they brought her back. Yeah, I know, but I mean cloning her and ha- giving her a normal body instead of a vamp that she had normal blood and not vampire tainted blood. I know, I'm just saying it has more to do with it than just the blood. But okay. yeah. uh, in the Marvel universe, give her the tainted blood. Give her the blood. <laughs> she needs the blood. Um anyway, her son is a dragon now. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all you need to know. <laughs> Reading okay. Scalabur is fun. Okay, that makes sense. They went into oh. they went into magic uh, magic England, and now he's a dragon. I was like, like that's I feel like every team in England needs a dragon. I don't know why my English accent went so wonky like that. It's like, and since uh, Kitty Pride's dragon isn't here, I will have to become him. And then, it's like, hmm. uh, why, um, why do you have an unopened box of uh, high C ecto cooler down here? Yeah. <laughs> Just oh, see that on the Rick and Morty? Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. His, his dragon was like... His, he his, oh, board. yeah, that was great. <laughs> it's like, why do you have unopened icy packs of ecto-cooler down here? You know what? I'm just going to go into this. is a good transition. Uh, they're making a Dungeons & Dragons movie. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, they're, they're working on it, and it sounds freaking crazy. It's like... I mean, it's Dungeons & Dragons. So. It's one of those things when you when you hear about some uh, Dungeons & Dragons lore, and it's just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're going to... It's going to be about this thing called the Eye of Vecna. Uh-huh. Which is just it's 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 just crazy. <laughs> it's always interesting to me when you see when you hear about a movie like like this mm-hmm. and you try to figure out where in the lore do I begin? It's like making a Magic the Gathering movie. It's like where exactly do I start here? There's so right? much over so much so much time. I was like, where do I even begin this? Like this this Eye of Vecna. It's a it's an artifact that uh, goes all the way back to the, like the beginning of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, uh-huh. and it's a it's a lich, which is an undead like like uh, necromancer. Yeah, who became so powerful that he became a god, 
and his eye and his hand were left behind. I guess somehow. I don't know if they were cut off before he, before he became a god or what. It was. Uh, it's that that portal that like sucks you up into heaven. Yeah. Like he stuck his hands out. <laughs> oh man! Oh, god. And then he's like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then uh, if you want to use uh, those artifacts, you have to replace your own hand or eye with them. Ah. Uh. So that's kind of like the, the price you pay. Well, at least I don't have to pay an arm and a leg. It's just a hand and an eye. Yeah. There's going to be dragons and all kinds of shit. Oh, no. Not the shit. <laughs> but will there be dungeons? <laughs> uh, I would hope so. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I don't see anything about it in here, but... Uh, I would assume so. Okay. All right, so anyway, I always know you record here at Under City Comics here in uh, Uptown Whittier off of Philadelphia and Greenleaf. Marvel DC Independent. you got money. Come and spend it here at Under City Comics. Um, you can always hit us up on our email, uh, podcastprocrastination at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at podcast at Procrast Podcast. Uh, for this week, this is Isaiah. This is Dan. I'm Zed. Telling you I'm not going to try to scare Dan with my exit. Dr. Doom, meet armor out of hell. <laughs>